Hello everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And today's episode is Karen's Book Corner. We do something new every first and third Friday. And it's usually with my reading or commenting regarding a book I've written. But it can also be um, a review of another author's work or maybe giving a backstory that they've shared and um in a reading of course anyway today we're going to go to a stand with your armor on and the last of uh, the stand with your armor on is five fictional stories illustrating today's co- conflicts in life and boy we sure have plenty of them don't we and the decisions that we can make and the influences that happen all around us. It may be the enemy's attacks. It may be temptations to do harm, harmful things to others or to um, initiate into sins or crimes that are going to hurt us in the long run or encouragements from the Lord. We actually are impacted with all of that with many different scenarios on a daily basis. It's hard and overwhelming sometimes. So anyway, there are five different stories, but we're going to concentrate today on the fifth story. The episode title is Warriors at Work. Warriors at Work. Hmm. So what do you imagine when you hear that term, Warriors at Work? You've already seen the front of this. This is just a person standing against the storm holding an umbrella. Well, this is really illustrative of them standing with the armor on and this umbrella is actually their weapons which would be the shield of faith an offensive weapon and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god their only defense against enemy attacks well warriors pray and that's what i'm having in this uh, story it's titled how does a warrior pray i base this on what I've observed and what I've uh, experienced throughout my walk of, walks of life, being in groups, typically for me, groups of women, and workshops, retreats, and the things that I liked in them, and, you know, observing the things that I don't, wouldn't, would prefer not to have in them. And um, so I put it together. What would be some negative things to have in a a group of women gathered together well maybe gossip as you begin talking about stuff about somebody else that you know it's not really the business of the others there before you know it you've become a busybody and you know the people in the group are going to likely repeat the story if it's enticing enough and interesting enough and and then you've done somebody else harm and you've harmed yourself. Well, what if uh, someone comes in and they're really complaining and whining about something, and then the others support them and tell them negative things they can do in retribution? Well, that's not good either. That's negative. So the ideal in this scenario would be um, for the women to be supportive of each other, positively supportive of each other, having read and studied the Word of God on their own and be ingrained with it, have it in their mind, in their mindset, in their heart. 
maybe even be able to quote scriptures at the appropriate time to resolve a specific need. And when complaining and, and, and upset is presented, they can help that person to press on, to keep, keep going, not give up. <laughs> and also, prayer, praying together. That is such a powerful thing. When we have two or three gather, believers gathered together, then there the Lord is with them, and He's praying with them. Well, also, we, we find in the Word of God where if we have a cord of three, a cord of three, there is power. And isn't that true with anything? If there's one person trying to accomplish something, it's not going to be as powerful if, as it would be if they had a cord of three, three people working together. That would be ideal. So, in a group, just imagine a group of women, and they are... Um, full of full of the holy spirit they're helping each other they're encouraging each other they're praying for each other they're sharing their concerns about the community about their families about themselves and then they pray together on it maybe they even lay hands on each other maybe they have time to sing praises and lift up their arms and praise and worship the lord wouldn't that be awesome and also they're developing a relationship just by being together. Maybe they have a study, you know, about uh, someone's commentary, you know, about Christian living or something like that. Um, or how to face problems in life. <laughs> but just breaking bread together. They are having a developing a fellowship, a fellowship, a relationship, which is really good, really important building each other up so when someone feels weak feels like they're slipping into despair maybe they have loss of a loved one or some terrible news the others can lift them up and, and keep them from going into the pit so anyway i'm not going to read um the story but i am going to uh, go through a um a, a summary uh, that i had at the end of what I think would be ideal uh, in a group setting of fellow believers. So, within a small group of women, what, what might you see? Maybe they follow Jesus and persevere in their Christian walk together, encouraging each other's growth. Maybe they know the strength there is in numbers as believers pray with praise and worship to the Lord. And would they have faith, hope, and love, and be peacefully demonstrating their interaction with fellow believers and within the community. There is constant trust and reliance upon the Lord for answered prayers in His timing and His way, and in that, they're encouraging each other patient faith. Lovers of God read, study, and know the Word of God as they live out His Word through obedience and consistent application. Each person has a unique purpose as they serve others. Within their calling, they are serving the Lord to His glory. They are always ready to share the good news of Jesus with gratitude, joy, and enthusiasm. Well, you may have noticed I mentioned the Word of God several times. And why did I do that? Why is the Word of God important? Well, it's alive. It is God-breathed. It's inspiration, 
And where else are we going to find out about the unconditional love the Lord has for us? So much love for us that he was willing to sacrifice his only son, Jesus, for our sake so we could have a future. Where else are we going to find out how forgiving and loving and merciful our God is? The king of the universe who also knows every hair on our head. Where else are we going to learn about the character of Jesus so that we can emulate him? And where else will we learn that all the many promises that we have when we turn to God? And, we can, and where else are we going to know that we can turn to God about anything, any situation? <laughs> well, I want to thank you for joining me today. And um, you can give me your comments at my website. And you can also purchase my books there. It's KarenJaneCasey.com. And there's a contact page where you, where you can, that you can use to give me feedback, comments, any any suggestions you have are most appreciated. And I am Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. As you may know, I have episodes every Monday uh, with topics geared towards hope for healing. Then on Wednesdays, we have Sword of the Spirit, where I share maybe a couple verses and discuss them. Maybe look at other translations. Maybe tell a story that happened and that I can relate to that passage. And then, of course, there's Karen's Book Corner on Fridays. Well, thank you and God bless.